0: Hello. Hello, how are we oh, doing? Yeah. All right, you gotta give me one quick second, I gotta relocate. Oh, quite scary. All right, sorry about that. No worries. All right. Get out. Thank you. All right. Did the music play or not?
1: No, it didn't. All right. It's all good. We can just get right into it. We can hear it next time.
0: Yes. Oh, alright. So, welcome, everybody, to Rising to the Majors. This is all about one man's journey with his goal to reach the Major League Baseball team. A man who's taken that and all the struggles, created a book, created an organization to help and uplift others, and who is working to become. Um, an inspiration and he uses faith as his own into accomplishing his goals welcome to your show John how are you
1: doing well doing well thanks for having me on Mary and thank you everyone for joining I really appreciate it
0: so we are I'm check right now. It'll be the first show that we are going live on Optimize My Life social media. And apparently, I, oh. No. I think we're live anyway. I can't yes, my own can at me, the moment. I can. Awesome. So, what are we talking about today?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, I thought it would be perfect tonight. Uh, you know, the last few weeks we've kind of hit a lot of points. You know, we talked about mindset, we talked about, uh, fitness and nutrition when Linda came on and talked about faith, talked about perseverance. I thought tonight would have been perfect to talk about overcoming life's difficulties and, you know, when we get knocked, uh, so whoever's listening tonight can, uh, practically apply this to their life, uh, obviously as, A lot of people have been following along. Uh, It hasn't been an easy journey for me, uh, but God has uh, helped me overcome uh, a lot of the challenges and actually uh, used it for my good uh, and helped strengthen my faith, strengthen my character, and helped me persevere. So I just want to encourage anyone else going through a difficult time and give them some inspiration. and uh, and help them through whatever they're going through because, you know, life, it's not easy, you know, whether it's personal or family or at your work, um, you know, it can present a lot of challenges and, you know, whoever's listening as well, I just want you to know that, you know, you're not alone and, you know, if you need um, any support, any guidance, reach out to us on social media and uh, we'd be happy to help you.
0: It is working. We are live on social media. I'm using Restream, and I'm not very good at it yet. I'm still learning all the little tweaks for it.
1: Awesome. Well, That's awesome.
0: So you can post comments in the chat, or you can call in on the number at 714-816-4686. to hear Gap speak live and ask him directly yourself. So today you talked, we wanted to talk about motivation and perseverance and dealing with the struggles and rejection and all that and how to pick yourself back up after you struggle with all that. which, you know, ironically is the theme for today because in my noon show we had a guest that came on and that's what she talked about was similar. And she had a couple great quotes that fall into the same category that, you know, you were talking about today. And I told her I was stealing her quotes for tonight's show so that it just fit into your theme to begin with. And as soon as my computer loads, because my memory is not that great. And one of them is, I can't remember. I know I told them to you earlier. I know the one of them is EGO, the acronym for EGO. And I'm drawn a dot today. day. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Ego E Echo G Golf O is edging God out. And that's, you know, talking about when you get frustrated and you make a mistake and you get mad and instead of admitting that you made the mistake, it's all about, you know, stopping for a minute, taking that breath. And Realizing, you know, things happen, and having that faith in God or your higher power is crucial. Putting your ego in check. I know, you know, with me being ex-military, there's a lot of times I have struggled with that issue. We've accomplished so much, or you do so much. that you get that superhuman thought or superpower thought that you're invisible. How about you? Are you asking me, Mary? I am.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think everyone can relate to that just as humans, you know, it's constantly, we got to just stay humble and be able to trust God. It's easier said than done, but uh, you know, If we don't stay humble, then life humbles us, God humbles us, and um, yeah, so that's what I got. No, I like the acronym.
0: You know, another one I really love that I personally deal with in trying to remember this is rejection. And that's something that's really hard to deal with, you know, when it comes to dating or getting that job, getting accepted into a group or into a school and not feeling so down in the dumps about it. You know, rejection is redirection. You need to redirect what you're doing to get to that path that you need. How do you look at rejection?
1: Um, In what uh, instance. Um, are you asking
0: in life in general? I mean, we all deal with it on a regular basis.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's something I don't fear. I don't fear rejection. Um, because I know that, you know, it's like Romans 828, all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose, you know? So, uh, you know, in business, you know, a rejection, um, in in baseball and yeah, you know, just life in general. You know, I don't. I find my worth in God. So you know, when other people let me down or a situation or things like that, it um it may affect me temporarily, but not uh, long term. You know, because my joy, my peace, everything comes from God. And um, you know, but I think you know it's hard, of course, as humans. You know, humans. You know, we have emotions. We want to control different situations and things like that. And, uh, we, we always think we know how things are going to work out, but, um, yeah, so it's definitely difficult, you know, I'm not trying to, um, totally neglect that, you know, rejection is difficult because it is, you know, on a, on a, you know, on a basis, on daily basis, you know, I'm helping people, you know, that are going through and coping with those emotions and rejection and things like that. A lot, a lot just comes from fears. Um, and, um, Uh, people as humans, we don't like to be let down, you know, but it's kind of inevitable. (laughs) I'm sure you can relate to that. You know, people, you know, we're going to be let down as humans from time to time again, or things aren't going to work out the way we think they should. Um, But, you know, I've learned to kind of take that perspective and just kind of run with it, you know, and sometimes you can't control certain things and you just got to keep going. You got to find a way to, to keep your chin up and find kind of the silver lining in every circumstance and you know sometimes it's just saying hey you know what i i tried my best you know what i mean and uh, giving yourself that credit that pat on the back and uh you know that could be a positive thing you know because there's a quote by Michael Jordan and it talks talks about failure and talks about you know you know he was such a great player but he missed you know, like a record setting game winning shots, you know, that he was trusted to take by his team. Um, And that's, you know, a big stage in front of millions of fans. And I'm sure, you know, he wanted to make that shot, but he didn't, but at least he tried, he put up the shot. He didn't, he wasn't, didn't let failure cripple him, you know? Um, So I actually uh, honor, I really honor people who, who do try, who do try their best, because I think each time you do try, it's, gets you out of your comfort zone and you move one step closer to what you're ultimately trying to attain or achieve. And uh, so those are, that's kind of my views. If that kind of answered your question, Mary?
0: It does. You know, the cool part is, is they're finding out because there's, you know, I get all these alerts and all these um, articles and they've really, since COVID has really been studying the brain and different parts of the brain and the wiring and all these things, thanks to technology progressing. And what they're finding out is your brain is a giant muscle, which we knew. That wasn't new. But what they're finding out is actually the more you make mistakes, the more the wiring changes and your brain actually gets stronger. You actually learn more as you screw up than you do for the person that always gets everything right and never makes a mistake.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. That's fascinating.
0: And for so many people, making that mistake is hard and admitting you screw up. You know, what are some tips or suggestions you can give to individuals who struggle with that?
1: That struggle with you know,
0: make, making that mistake or, you know, um, like a lot of people, their biggest issue or mistake they make is when things get hard. And it's okay. It happens. Everybody goes through this. But, like, when things get really hard and things shit just keeps hitting that fan over and over again, you start to question your faith. You start questioning your beliefs. You start questioning if God even exists and that you're being punished for a particular reason, you know, what can you tell people that are struggling with this and how to overcome and, and persevere from that?
1: Yeah. Um, um, is just staying rooted in, uh, reading the Bible because there's, that's the truth. It's the word, you know, and, um, that has just helped me like help guide me whenever I'm feeling any type of way, just always go to that. That's a, uh, that's our rock, you know, that gives us our, uh, our foundation. Also like a strong community, strong sense of community that helps you because a lot of times too, when you're going through a difficulty, you can feel alone, you can feel pretty alone and kind of beat yourself up. But um, you know, just like we're talking about tonight, you know, when, whether, you know, you make a mistake, it's your fault or whether life just knocks you down that um you know we encourage everyone to you know one see the learning opportunity in each lesson each situation ultimately be better because of it and then keep moving forward i think those are admirable traits and um yeah definitely helpful just in life obviously easier said than done sometimes it takes time to really digest and reflect But a strong sense of community will help you with that. Uh, It can help encourage each other, hold each other accountable and um, yeah, keep moving forward uh, and and know that you're not alone.
0: For me, what always comes to mind is Psalm 23. Even though a lot of times it gets the reputation as like after the funeral psalm, it really holds true. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lay to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me into the path for, of righteousness for his name. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, but for the earth with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me and prepare a table before me in the presence of enemies. And anoint my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. So surely goodness and mercy shall follow me in all the days of my life, and I will will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
1: Amen. Love that. Thanks for sharing.
0: And, you know, what that that conception is, is people think, you know, it's all about the sadness, you know, and that takes the words literally. But really what it means is that you can always depend on God. And he prepares for us the table and he's there for us. But it may not be the way we want it to be. And that bad things will happen. I mean, bad things happen every day and and all the time in the Bible. And that's part of the free will that we receive in the process. You know, there's nothing there that says, you know, life is perfect all the time.
1: Absolutely. Life is definitely not perfect. And we're not perfect either. (laughs) And God gives us grace abundantly um, because he loves us so much.
0: Some of us, we get more grace than others. At least that's what I tell my kids all the time. Because we all screw up and some of us screw up a lot more than others.
1: (laughs) I got a... uh... That's one of my favorite quotes of all time.
0: I love that quote. And it's so true. Because there's, you know, he overcame so many obstacles. He got the crud beat up of him how many times, but yet he never stopped. Kept going and kept going even when he wanted to give up. Hey,
2: ready to go? <laughs> you, know, you know, God... Knows.
0: Sorry, Bob, I I've hit the never, wrong button.
2: Uh, hi, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I, I was going to say, God... Yeah, yeah. God never... Um, uh, he never says we won't have trials and tribulations in our life. As a matter of fact, it's, it's just the opposite.
0: He says when we do,
2: he's going to be there for us. And he's going to bless us and help us through it. And uh, that's that's the important part of it. Is that um, if we believe in him, He, he he's never going to not believe in us. He's going to believe in us. Um, but it's up to us to believe in him and to accept him. And to accept his, um, uh, because I believe he's in total control and I believe that he's always there for us. Um, we may not always realize that. Um, there may be times in our lives when things become very low in our lives and, and we have a hard time. Uh, but our faith will pull us through. And our faith comes from him.
1: <clears throat>
2: and our faith is what, uh, is what will pull us through. And it will give us whatever we need to persevere and to uh, to move forward. And and um, it may it may come different than the way we want it to come, but it does come. And because God uh, doesn't always answer prayers the way we want them to be answered, but usually the way He answers them are ways that are better for us, and not uh, not going to uh, uh, be exactly what we ask for, but he gives, he does, he does answer prayers. I can attest to that in, uh, in, in all the years in my life that I've prayed and asked for help. Uh, he, he does answer prayers and he does give us, uh, give us the help we need. And, um, uh, so I just, um, I don't know. I just happened to just happened to come to my mind while you guys were talking, um, that some of those things I think might help somebody that might be listening. Um, and I just um, offer it as my uh, my opinion uh, and my and my research that I've done through the Bible and, and being a good Christian for many years. And I'm certainly not perfect, but um, I will um, I will be the first to admit that. But I do believe, and I do pray to God, and I do expect that when I pray to Him, I'm going to get an answer. But, and, like I said, it may not necessarily be what I, exactly what I wanted, but it will be an answer. Back to you guys
0: Sorry, I couldn't get my <laughs> thing off mute sorry hey, not. Move. Bob, you got a little bit of a lot of background, so I'm gonna meet you for a little while.
1: Good night oh really
0: so Gavin, what else would you like to talk about?
1: Yeah, of course. no, uh thank you for sharing, Bob. I really appreciate the wisdom uh definitely uh relates to the topic and definitely uh you know I learned from it, and a lot of people learn from it. Uh, So one verse I wanted to share was James 1, 2. I brought this up before, but I think it's a, a great reminder to bring it up again. So it says, the testing of your faith. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So whatever tribulation you're going through, just like Bob said, there's a purpose behind it. And that purpose is to strengthen us, uh, strengthen our faith, strengthen our character. And it says right there at the end, and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So we have to go through that fire to become refined, you know, refined through the fire. And that's just really interesting. Cause I, I, I really felt that before, you know, going through some struggles and kind of finding myself like, Oh man, why am I going through this? Why do I need to go through this? And then at the end of it, I look back and I'm so much more wise because of it because of it. My faith is strengthened and learn more about myself, learn more about God, learn more about others and better because of it, you know, and that would have never happened if I didn't go through that. And I think everyone can attest to that. You know, we've all been through struggles, but it's, you know, if we have the right perspective, it can help us. Um, there's this quote from Frederick Douglass that I really enjoy. It says, "Without struggle, there can be no progress." So we need that struggle, um, and it's just like those reps in the gym. You know, if we're not, if we don't have any weight on the bar, we're not going to get stronger. It's that struggle that we have to push through it to the other side, and we're we're stronger because of it no different you know with our muscles with our mind with our heart with our faith our soul everything you know it's all it's all stronger you know through that struggle on the other side but it's hard to see that when you're going through the struggle i think everyone can kind of agree agree with as well
0: <coughs> sometimes it's really hard to see past i guess like i'll quote my grandma past your own nose when you're going through all those all those struggles and it really is it's you know that's where coaching comes into play or therapies or just that support group because you get that new helping you see things that you can't see yourself
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. They can help you and they can help you see the the bright side of the situation, that glass half full, when all you're viewing it is the glass half empty. That's what, you know, family, friends, community, that's what they're, they're supposed to do, you know, is point out, you know, things are doing well. And two, when we're going through that difficult situation, we can be super self-critical. We can, like I said earlier, just beat ourselves up, you know, when the reality is, you know, we're kind of, Blowing the blowing the situation out of proportion, you know, over magnifying it sometimes, um, and you know we we um, we feel better about ourselves when we have that encouraging community. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, um, stuff happens in life. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, you know, life is not easy. Just like Rocky Balboa. You know, it, it's adamant that there's going to be adversity in this life. It says, you know, Paul says, we're going to have suffering. We're going to have tribulation. We're going to have trials. Um, and what I found, is not how you um, react to it. It's how you respond to it. You know, we don't want to be super emotional. We want to really evaluate the situation and, um, you know, see how we can best use the situation to propel forward into the future. I'll share another yeah. thing real quick. Um, so uh, there's a guy by the name of Tim Grover. He's a elite mental performance coach. And he has trained uh, some of the top athletes in the world, from Michael Jordan to Kobe Bryant to Dwayne Wade, Russell Wilson. And um, one of his things he says is when you do get knocked down, stay there for a second, stay there for a second, And then, because you said, sometimes you don't want to bounce up too quick because then you don't really learn from the situation. You know, stay down, feel it, reflect, learn. And then when you get back up, be a different person when you get back up for the better. Uh, Let that situation actually make you a better person instead of just, you know, let it just happen, you know. Uh, So I, I don't know. I really, I don't know if you took a lot out of that, but I took a lot out of that. And kind of relate to that, you know, if it's, you know, something simple in everyday life, something that doesn't go our way, or you know, whether it's, you know, for me, like a big game, losing a big game, you know, season-ending game or something, you know, or having a big fat out of the game, it can be pretty crushing, you know. Um, uh, we had so we had. I'll share. I'll share a little story. Uh, so we had uh, uh, Mary or Bob. You know what the pitch clock is. So yeah, they just implemented that, you know, and it's 15 seconds for for our league, and you know they're trying to speed up the games, which I think is great. And um, so they hadn't implemented that. I don't remember them implementing that at the beginning. I think they did have it, but they didn't really uh, implement it at the beginning of the season, or don't they weren't enforcing it. I should say. all
0: over the oh, floor in the hallway. Turn the light on. Get a towel and have the really clean up. Okay. Okay. Sorry. No, my good. son just dropped. I thought I was muted. My son just dropped a can of pop all over my hallway.
1: All good. All good. Um, but, yeah, what I was saying is, um, I can't even remember what I was saying now. <laughs> pitch
0: clock Oh, and, the pitch and,
1: yeah, so the pitch clock. So we we had the pitch clock inc- implemented. It wasn't enforced before I got injured, and then I got injured. I was out for a little while. I came back, and I'm so used to my routine, you know, stepping out of the box, taking a deep breath, taking a practice swing, kind of taking my time, you know, kind of setting the pace. And, um, and I totally forgot about the pitch clock. We were in a huge situation, you know, top of the ninth. Our team was down by a few runs, and I'm in the box with runners on base. So I'm taking my time because I totally forgot about it. <laughs> And um, I got guys yelling from the dugout. I got the umpire yelling, the pitcher yelling. And I'm, I'm like, I, I zone everything out. You know, I, I, I tune everything out, I should say. And I, I, I'm in the zone. I'm focused, right? I'm really just thinking about the pitch, thinking about the at-bat. And uh, he didn't call it on me, but apparently I violated the pitch clock. And I ended up making an out for, I don't know, if I can't remember if it was the last out of the game or one of the last outs, but. I was pretty mad because I felt like a fool, you know, I was like, man, are you serious? I violated the pitch clock and he didn't call it. And I walked back and not everyone like, you know, normally like you get out and everyone's like, Hey, get the next one. But everyone's like, what were you doing? The pitch clock, you know? And I was like, Oh shoot. I totally forgot about it. So, you know, I go back to the hotel and that night, like I didn't feel too good about myself, you know, I felt pretty down. Not only did I get out <laughs> in a big situation, uh, just coming back after the injury, I have high expectations, even if I'm just coming back, but also, um, I was mad because I felt like I kind of let my team down, but I was being a little selfish that I didn't realize the pitch clock. It, I wasn't trying to do it consciously, but it, it happened, you know, and it's nobody's fault but my own. So, um, you know, walking away, I just kind of, you know, kind of took that one to heart. And the next day I told myself I will never let that happen again. I, I'm going to be ready at the first second to hit. <laughs> so uh, I did the extreme thing. Um, and I, I did. I didn't even take practice swings in between. I just got I was ready to hit. I stayed in my stance ready, and at, like, one second, the pitcher was kind of thrown off the next day when I was ready to go. And uh, some of my teammates, they got a good laugh because they, they weren't surprised. They know me, and they know I'm a little bit intense sometimes. And um, But, you know, learn from it. You know, instead of, you know, making excuses or complaining, I just I learned from it. I was like, you know what? it's not gonna happen again, I'm going to be better because of it. And I was, you know, and I was. And I got a couple good at-bats, a couple nice hits. So all all glory to God, but I definitely uh, (laughs) – that was a learning lesson right there.
0: And another good example is the Minnesota Vikings game last week or the following week. But so Kirk Cousin blew the tiebreaker. He either could have tied or won the game, and he lost because of – Something happened. I didn't, I missed the game. But instead of taking responsibility for his actions, he turned around and blamed the stadium and the crowd. And anyone who follows football knows that Minnesota has the loudest stadium by that, by the, the acoustics with the audience. It's like our our superpower is we can make it really loud in there so that you can screw up the other team. And he's been playing for Minnesota for years, and that was his excuse is that the crowd was too loud. He couldn't hear the audible in his ear and wasn't paying attention to the hand signals. So he threw the wrong path or used the wrong formation or something like that. You know, instead of just saying that, oops, I screwed up, he had to blame somebody else.
2: Sounds like a politician, right? <laughs> Lame, other people. I didn't do anything wrong.
0: <laughs> Government and employees, you always pass the buck. Everything rolls downhill, and I always tease my kids about the same thing. You know, you, the stroke follows down the path because, like. I have back problems sometimes, so I'll drop something, and so I'll yell out for one of the kids to help me pick it up, because sometimes if I bend over, I'm not getting back up. And then, like, asking, like, like, why do I have to? And I go, because crap runs down, rolls down a hill, and in the chain of command, I'm here, you're next in line. And it happened to me, you walked by me at the same time, so yeah, she's like, oh, okay. And she rolls her eyes and just like, <laughs> Are you okay? Did you, you need to,
2: you know, um, most times when the obstacles and, uh, and um, uh, situations come up in our life that seem to be blocking us and uh, keeping us from accomplishing what it is we want to accomplish. Um, That happens for a reason. And the biggest reason I I always think about is uh, it's helping me to grow, helping me to um, learn how to compensate for those things and how to uh, get through them. And, and to grow to be a better person and, and to grow to be um, um, learn ways that I can help other people through similar type situations. And um, so I think, that's, I think that's extremely important uh, with, with, um, with our work uh, to help other people because that's what God wants us to do.
0: He wants us to love
2: him and to love his people and to help them. And help them in any way that they need help. And and if we if we've gone through situations that are similar to what they have in their lives, then we're better equipped to help them because we we know we know what has to be done, and we know how to handle it, and we know how to help them. So uh, I think that's the, that's very important. Also, is to uh, I know with my children uh, and i I've mentioned this before on on these shows that uh I have a large family and uh any time anytime one of my children has come up with a situation in their life that I've dealt with uh, i i'm in, I'm much better equipped to handle and help them through that and uh to to teach them and to recommend to them what to do next and how to overcome and uh, and to pray a lot and to um, ask for whatever you need help with. And I think that's so very important to you guys.
0: You know, Bob, you are so right. And just, you know, one thing I like about praying is it helps you recenter yourself. Yep. And ground you. Yep. <clears throat> or and like my daughter me. likes it to say, me. "Go ahead."
2: It helps. It helps us to take the burden off of ourselves, turn it over to God. You know he's he's uh equipped to handle any situation and uh, he can help us through any situation so um, it's important to uh just just let go and let god and and uh and it uh, it it helps me whenever I do that I know it helps me because i uh, I come into situations of uh, maybe a serious situation. With with one of my children has uh, a problem with drugs, and uh, so I, I I sit down with that that one and and uh, and, and we talk about it and and I uh, of course I recommend counseling um, because I'm not a counselor but I make recommendations to people but anyway um, I I um, I recommend prayer and I and I rep- uh, recommend very fervent prayer prayer and very sincere prayer. There are many ways to pray uh, and, and God will accept those prayers. But the more serious that we are about getting uh, an answer for something, the, the, the easier it will come to us. At least that's what I've found over over my, my many years of working with uh, with my own family and working with other people
0: you guys so would you like to add Gavin to this
1: no I think it's I think it's great no I definitely I definitely agree it's uh yeah you know like I said you know life is uh it's challenging, but we can we can use each circumstance to grow uh not only individual individually uh but together and in our faith with God too, you know he puts these challenges um in our path like I said, for a reason for a purpose, and we might not always like them they're not always fun usually um but you know on the other side, you know it's they're great things, you know, just like um you know, patience is something I've been trying to learn, and I, I, I've definitely been learning, but it's challenging, you know, being patient. And um, today, you know, in a fast-paced world, you know, we can get things pretty quick, whatever we want, but, you know, what I've found is the best things take time, um, you know, from relationships to, you know, sports to business to everything. You know, good things take time, and, uh, you know, been really... Um, trying to find a joy in that journey, being patient, and, and especially, too, for, for Major League Baseball. You know, it's taking a lot longer than I thought, but I still believe it's going to come true, and you've got to keep keep the faith, keep working hard, keep persevering, keep being patient. Um, and just like Bob said, just like you said, Mary, there's always something to learn out of the situation. And sometimes it's, it's not even for us to learn. Most times it is, but sometimes it's for other people to learn um, uh, something through the situation, and God uses us. Uh, so that's another powerful
0: thing, too. You know, that is so true. Um, I have to end the show a little early tonight because I have therapy tonight. I am part of organization called Reboot, which is designed to help veterans, first responders, and individuals. They have different classes and different groups for different things, but it's all about trauma and it's a faith-based organization that helps you overcome your trauma, <coughs> and I have a meeting with them tonight. Great, great. Even coaches to go and specialists see other specialists who no, deal with deal with their issues. Um, before we go, any closing remarks?
2: I just. Um, I I, I've, uh, I feel grateful and blessed to be with um, the quality of people like you, Mary, and, and like you, uh, Gavin. Uh, you you guys are an inspiration to uh, to all of us, and uh, I just I just want to say thank you for uh, for having this program and for opening it up to other people. It's a uh, it's a great opportunity for anybody to uh, to join in and to. Uh, and to be part of it, and to be blessed by it. So God bless you both, and God bless your families.
1: Thank you so much, Bob. God bless you, too, and God bless you, too, Mary. Um, no, I thought it was a great show tonight. Hopefully everyone got a lot out of it. And, you know, uh, like like we said, you know, just kind of wrapping it up, you know, when, when life comes at you, you know, tough, um, oh, no. you know, and you get knocked down. You know, we encourage you, you know, get back up and keep going. Just keep going. Keep trusting God and um, learn from that situation, um, whatever God's trying to teach you. And just ultimately keep going. You know, when we keep going, there's good things happen. And um, don't forget to enjoy that journey, too. You know, it's not the climb. Whatever we're trying to achieve is not easy, but we got to enjoy those little steps, little celebrations along the way, you know, whether it's Bob, you know, recovering from his injury, whether it's me recovering or getting, you know, to the majors or Mary, you know, and her family, she's got 5 million things going on. Um, You know, we just, and anyone listening, you know, everyone's going through something we just, we just got to keep going, keep being there for each other and keep going. All
0: right. Thank you for, thank you for joining us tonight. See you back here tomorrow at noon Eastern time for Travel Tuesday. With Rick Reese and Ron Clayton, they talk about how travel can improve your mental and physical health, but also how to use it as residual income by, one, saving money on trips, and, two, use it as a a, a, uh, travel agent. Yep. So have a good night. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye for now.
2: Bye-bye.